0: It's no surprise that the team that ends up with the number one overall draft pick doesn't have a clue how to celebrate a victory. Never did I think I would be okay seeing Joe Mixon assault someone again. But here we are, the 2019 regular season finale. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. I hope the Panthers' new head coach supports musical 69ing Perna. Without musical 69ing, is there any reason to even watch the Panthers? And yes, they only play one song, the Summer of 69 by Bryan Adams. The NFL regular season finale of games was actually quite exciting. We had Bengals fans talking trash to Baker Mayfield. 2014 hey, make sure you don't do a video on the way out there, man. come down here and tell me that's my face. We're not allowed to. You you know, come up. Hey, come up there. You know we're not allowed to come down there. Yeah, man, but you know we can't come down there, but you bet you didn't know that we up here in Cincinnati, man. We got Bad Dog Ben D with the big rednecks, too, man. Oh, you didn't know that since he got them redneck, too, man. Jameis Winston completing his 30-for-30 30 30 season in seafood-thieving fashion. And, of course, today, a bunch of head coach firings. We will discuss all of the firings, all of the team conclusions, playoff stuff, every fucking football thing happening here today. That's us Sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Ever see an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck it shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50 plus fit combinations, Untuck it shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck it style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. And their website is so easy, they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a small, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. As of this moment, the coaches that have been fired are Pat Shermer of the Giants. Jay Gruden, of course, in October. Ron Rivera, of course, back the beginning of December. Jason Garrett, not fired yet. And Freddie Kitchens, fired. Doug Marone, not fired yet. Now I already talked about Dolphins Patriots, but the Dolphins went on today to fire a bunch of coaches, which didn't make any sense to me until I read that uh, Josh McDaniels, is likely to take a head coaching gig and these are some of the guys he's going to poach to go with him. So the Dolphins are just getting a jump start on replacing the guys McDaniels will steal. Typical of that slimy Josh McDaniels. Now the Packers beat the Lions 23-20. This may have been the most accurate game of the week. The Lions are good enough to almost beat any team in the league and the Packers are not quite dominant enough to not almost lose to any team in the league. Now it's already been announced that Matt Patricia is coming back as head coach for the Lions for another season. What is still up in the air is which beat reporter Patricia will immolate publicly for the terrible life choices he's made in the end of the season press conference after going 3-12-1. and In particular, the choice to cover Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions for a living. The Packers get their first round bye, and I learned that Cato Kalin really, really hates the Packers. Based on the way he tweets, I see him as the only legitimate contender to beat Donald Trump in 2020. Someone please check if this is Aaron Rodgers playing today for the Packers, or if it's his brother who is on at Bachelor. This can't be Aaron, because the dude playing now sucks. No rose for him at Lions. Jets beat the Bills 13-6. Adam Gase is back next season as the head coach of the Jets. Le'Veon Bell might be a different story, but that didn't stop his head coach from giving him a rousing endorsement. He's under contract for three more years. You can ask Joe tomorrow. Do you want him? You can ask Joe tomorrow. I'm not the personnel. I'm not charge personnel. Nothing brings an organization together like the trifecta of player-coach-GM resentment. A tripod of excellence. God, Gase is such a douche. He makes Bill Belichick look like a warm, welcoming Southern woman inviting all of the media into her home for a little post game talk and sweet cornbread. And now we all wait for Adam Gase to trade Bell to the Patriots because he's fucking dumb enough to do that. That stated, I'm very excited to watch this season's quietest shutdown corner, Tredavious White, on DeAndre Hopkins this weekend. Bears beat the Vikings 21-19. Minnesota had nothing to play for, started Sean Mannion, and may have stumbled on the fact that Mike Boone is the best player on their team (laughs) who had 148 rushing yards and a touchdown. The Vikings will play the Red Hot Saints Sunday as the first game of the day. Vikings versus Saints in the playoffs. Nothing interesting ever happens there chargers 21 chiefs 31 the chiefs lost rookie safety Juan thornhill with the torn acl that's a big blow to their secondary that finally found success through the second half of this season he and the honey badger had developed great chemistry on the back end combining for seven picks on the season Philip Rivers made some incredible throws to both teams and baby-punched Chris Jones, who was denied the help by the ref, and Rivers was seen yelling at Sam Darnold's best friends, all before losing narrowly on the road in an attempt to come back from a self-inflicted double-digit deficit is exactly how I envisioned Philip Rivers' last game as a charger. The Bengals beat the Browns 33-23. The Browns and Bengals squared off in the Battle of Ohio, where the only loser is Ohio. Freddie Kitchens was fired before the stove could even cool after losing in embarrassing fashion to the true worst team in the league. The Bengals' Joe Mixon did manage 1,000 rushing yards this season, which I am sure Joe Burrow will find very helpful in 2020. The Browns have requested to interview everyone. Offensive coordinator from the Ravens, Greg Roman. Patriots offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels. 49ers defensive coordinator, Robert Sala. Mike McCarthy. Basically anyone who won't waste the talents of Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, David Njoku, and Nick Chubb. Personally, I want to see Josh McDaniels go to Cleveland. So the firing of Bill Belichick all those years ago comes full circle. Saints 42, Panthers 10, Antonio Brown tweeted, who dat? And as Lock2020 pointed out on Twitter, that does sound like the beginning of a bad knock-knock joke. Are there any good knock-knock jokes, though? Regardless, knock knock, who dat? Tim, Tim who? Tim White, Tim White Women 2020? No, Tim White was just signed by the Saints, you fucking clown. If the Saints keep playing like they have the last three weeks, they will be in the Super Bowl come February. Christian McCaffrey landed on the Thousand by Thousand Club and is now being sued by me for trademark infringement. I plan on opening the Thousand by Thousand Club. The cover is $1,000, and every drink is $1,000, and I will become a billionaire as all my employees are illegal immigrants. I pay less than minimum wage under the table. It's the American dream, and by the time the feds figure out what's happening, I'll be hiding in South America where I conclude my American dream. The Panthers' next head coach will probably be whoever doesn't get the Giants job. Maybe Matt Rule or Josh McDaniels, but probably Mike McCarthy. Falcons 28, Buccaneers 22. Will they make a 30-for-30 on Jameis Winston's 30-interception, 30-plus touchdown season? Jameis Winston threw seven touchdowns this season to the other team. That means he had more pick-sixes than Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Gardner Minshew, Kirk Cousins, and Lamar Jackson had regular interceptions. Bruce Arians stated, If we can win with Winston, we can definitely win with another one, too. Not a clone, but a, a different quarterback. Jameis Winston believes, though, if he eliminates the interceptions, he'd be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You, know, you look at my numbers, I'm, I'm balling. You know, i got to stop giving the ball to the other team, right? Like, that's it's not a trick question. Do you worry that these turnovers will, will be a reason why they don't bring you back here? That, that, that's the last thing in my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm focused on how I can get better uh because i know i eliminate those i'm gonna be the best so that's that that, that's bar none uh you better you better check your check your sheet you know i eliminate those i'm gonna be the best and the same is true for all other shitty quarterbacks jamis if i eliminate all my bad jokes i could be the best youtuber but we both know that ain't happening Former Colorado State standout and Denver Broncos lineman Ty Sam Brilo had a very long lineman touchdown. If Matt Ryan does that 50 more times, he'll pass Tom Brady for the most touchdowns to guys the defense doesn't know they should be covering. The Jags beat the Colts 38-20. Shad Khan said Doug Marone was safe on Saturday, and now we wait to see if he is a big fucking liar. We'll have to wait until Tuesday to find out, though. I'm not sure what the Colts will do at quarterback this off offseason, but Jacksonville has their guy in Gardner Minshew. Does it means something? You put up better numbers or similar numbers to guys like Kyle Murray. Better. Better. Jones better. Than guys. <laughs> better. 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 That's the type of guy you want leading your team. He's like a southern Baker Mayfield with that kind of confidence. Now, Minshew was firm that his numbers were better. The three QBs numbers are very similar, but Minshew does have six wins, which is better than Daniel Jones' three and Kyler Murray's five and a tie. The Eagles beat the Giants 34-17 to send themselves to the playoffs. Danny Nickel Knuckles invested his last nickel in fumbling away the win to the Eagles. Are Giants fans okay with knowing it fucked the Cowboys, though? Losing to the Eagles, but keeping the Cowboys out of the playoffs. It's like failing the bar exam on the same day you got engaged. You'll never be alone, but you just prove to yourself you learned nothing over the last four or 20 years, however long lawyer schools take. There are now three head coaching vacancies in the NFC East. Well, probably once Jason Garrett's let go. And Doug Peterson, who has done an incredible job at building a resilient team that has battled more key injuries than any other team in the league this season, had this to say. These Eagles are the most impressive, not very good team I have ever seen with injuries to literally every starting ball catcher Carson Wentz somehow managed to become the Eagles first 4,000 yard passer and will finally play in a playoff game for Philly the craziest part is that the Seahawks are a beatable team especially with Philly at home in the final of the four wildcard games on Sunday gonna be fun to watch cardinals 24 rams 31 sean mcveigh minsa baby boy wonder genius has somehow created a salary cap situation in which the rams are paying 110 million dollars to five players in 2020 meaning the rest of their team will be draft picks that the rams don't have and cardboard cutouts of eric dickerson the cardinals head into the offseason optimistic that kyler murray will hit a growth spurt now that arizona can grow vegetables and that cliff kingsbury will get the players he needs from GM Steve Keim, who has spent the last several years blowing all of the Cardinals' money on cocaine and Top Golf. Don't even get me started about the appetizer prices at Top, top Golf. And making sure Larry Fitzgerald is as comfortable as possible as he slowly transitions into retirement. The good news for Larry is he already lives in a retirement state. Backup Ravens beat the Steelers 28 10. The Steelers' season ended just like it started. No, not with Mason Rudolph taking a vicious beating from Miles Garrett. But with a bad loss to a team everyone believes will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. That's the Ravens now. Week one, it was the Patriots who pummeled the Steelers with an elbowless Ben Roethlisberger. Duck Hodges in this game threw for 95 yards. RG3 bested him with 96. And Ben Roethlisberger's elbow, elbow is healthy enough to block people on Twitter faster than Lamar Jackson can run. Titans beat the Texans' reserves 35-14. Ryan Tannehill made an incredible cross-body throw in this game. Something, you know, guys like Elway, Rogers, and even Tannehill all did before Patrick Mahomes ever took an NFL snap. The Titans could actually be the second-best team in the AFC right now. Their only obstacle is getting out of their own way and actually winning games that matter. The Texans, in my opinion, are the weakest team in the AFC postseason, and that's hard to say considering how much I love Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. A.J. Brown, uh, Titans receiver, is the offensive rookie of the year, in my opinion, which is the only one that matters. He had 1,051 receiving yards, 8 touchdowns, and he tied Randy Moss for most 50-plus TDs in a season. 50-plus yard TDs. Unless it's about blocking or effort on plays you're not involved in, You always want to be compared to Randy Moss. The Cowboys wait way too long to score a fuck ton of points and beat the Washington Potatoes 47-16. The Washington Potatoes lost the game, but Dallas and Washington are really competing for who can fire the most people after a disappointing season. Ron Rivera appears to be the dumbest free agent coach, as reports indicate he will go to Washington. General Manager Bruce Allen has also been fired. As long as Dan Snyder is alive, I have no idea why any sane person would willingly coach in Washington. The Redskin Potatoes reportedly also have targeted Marvin Lewis as a possible head coaching candidate. Uh, really, they needed someone with experience in dealing with bad teams that also have a lot of off-field issues. Just because you lose on the field doesn't mean you have to lose in court. That's Marvin Lewis's motto. I think even Dan Snyder assumed Ron Rivera would say no. That's why they pursued Marvin Lewis. But if Rivera does sign, it looks like Riverboat Ron is ready to gamble with his life. Who dies first? Jerry Jones from Pickled Liver or Jason Garrett for being the first me-seeks to accomplish his goal of making the playoffs with the Cowboys at 8-8, eight eight, which is a perfect record. Perfectly balanced record keeping balance is important in life for every good thing you do you have to do something completely fucking stupid this is the jason garrett way and it's the key to living a fulfilled life especially when your balls have been used as whiskey stones for your boss's johnny walker blue for the last decade garrett informed his staff they should be ready to find new jobs and it took a while but jerry jones finally released him Did he release him yet? Can I put the tweet up that says Garrett has been fired? Released back into the wild, Jason Garrett. 49ers 26, Seahawks 21. I don't know if this is irony because I don't actually know who Jeremy Irons is, but Marshawn Lynch returning for situations like running it in from the one yard line with less than 30 seconds left in the game only to cause his team a delay of game penalty because he wasn't prepared to come off the sideline to do the thing he can still do has to be Jeremy Irony. It has to be. Seattle wanted a pass interference call at the end of this game and then came up inches short of taking the lead on the final play. I think the football gods got this right, though. You are the fourth best team in the NFC, Seattle. And if you're going to go to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to claw your way there. The NFC playoff field minus Philadelphia, might be the best it's been since the early 90s when the NFC playoffs were stacked with Steve Young, Troy Aikman, and Lawrence Taylor trying to snort the 50-yard line like it was the world's greatest line of cocaine and that's it that is thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports please subscribe here on YouTube if you haven't subbed already I would appreciate it thanks for watching all season long we move into the postseason now make sure you give at TJ Carpenter show a follow on Twitter he helped me get this episode up today by writing with me this is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports it's football that's good